Been growing unkind and on purpose Remorseful and insincere Longing for the luxury of boredom Weeping for the loss of control Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot Podcast, the podcast hosted by me, Brandon. It is Wednesday, so it is time for the Bruce Springsteen Song of the Week. And whatever else is coming to mind. A song here by Restoration called Let's Blow Up the Sun off of LP2. One of my favorite bands here, um, Restoration's out of Philadelphia. I love those guys. Good guys, great guys, wonderful guys. I'm um, having good times here today, I guess. I uh, got off work, work all day and night tonight, work all day and night tomorrow, then John Moreland on Thursday. I'm recording the Wednesday one and Tuesday. I'm going to be prepared tomorrow. It's going to be great. Great stuff, Brandon. Uh, I think that's what I need to do, actually. I need to stop posting it like Midnight, that <laughs> the new episode's out. Everybody's up waiting for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So good times. Yeah, I said I've been at work all day and night today, or uh, all day and night. Then I'm there tomorrow as well. Good times, great times, wonderful times. I'm trying to get myself organized. Uh, should be a fun night, I guess. You know, if I if heard me for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. Second time hearing me, or multiple times hearing me, thank you for coming back. It is Wednesday. Like I said, I go over the Springsteen Song of the Week. I kind of go over other ramblings that I missed on Sunday. Maybe clear up a few things. I don't think I have anything to clear up that I can think of. Whatever. Um, some good stuff. Some great stuff. Some wonderful stuff tonight. I've already said that three times. Stay positive. Get better. I'm available on Spotify. Anchor itchy back uh amazon google podcast apple podcasts stitcher and radio public i'm also available video form on spotify i believe i've got this fixed so fingers crossed when i get done that this only recorded half the episode <laughs> i'll be you have no idea how ecstatic i'll be if that's not the case you might see uh you might hear somebody going ape shit in my neighborhood uh, so yeah, once again, thank you for tuning in. If you want to, you can like, support, share, um, subscribe to the podcast. So whenever new episodes hit, you are notified. I've tried it out and it is fun. It is kind of fun to see your own name pop up that you've posted something. Oh. Yeah, once again, thank you to Restorations for writing such a great song. I'm writing a lot of great songs. Like, uh, like Let's Blow Up the Sun off LP2. LP2's great record. LP3's great. LP1's great. LP5000's great. Four great records from that band. I believe they're working on a new one. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm not sure when it's supposed to be coming out. But, uh, yeah, those guys deserve to be massive. They deserve to be one of the bigger rock bands in the world, in my opinion. They're absolutely wonderful. Hopefully enjoyed the song. Hopefully it wasn't weird or whatever. I kind of started it in the other room, started walking in. I was like, oh, shit, I might be behind. But I think I got here just in time. I think I look kind of cool swooping in mid-song. <laughs> uh, fun stuff to talk about. I'm so excited for these John Moreland shows. Still haven't decided if I'm going to do the double or not. I think it'd be great. I mean, John Moreland's going to do the double. He's going to go to both John Moreland shows. I guarantee that Thursday and Friday, John Moreland will be at both John Moreland shows. So why can't I? Oh, man. It'd be, it'd be wonderful if I did it. It'd be wonderful. It'd be a good time. Great time. I'm planning to go back down to Cincinnati on the 27th of August, which will be two years sobriety. That'll be uh, the anniversary of sobriety. So I'm planning to go to the Hell is Real 2 in Cincinnati. Haven't been to their shit stadium yet, so I guess I should go check it out. 
get into a fight, you know, you know, be one of those guys, be one of those hooligans from back in the day, back in the 80s of uh, England, you know, those Millwall fans, you know, fuck you, I'm Millwall. <laughs> That's a wonderful story, even though the guy is kind of a piece of shit. You never heard that story. So basically what happened, uh, this was uh, four or five years ago, maybe a little bit longer. Um, there was like kind of a terrorist kind of uh, incident where there's like a whole bunch of guys with knives and stuff like that, like trying to take a whole bunch of people out in London. I, I, I don't know the whole story. I believe that's basically what happened. And um, s- some of the uh, terrorists came into this restaurant. They're screaming, you know, what they scream. And this one guy, this drunk, you know, kind of a drunk guy who was a big Millwall fan. If you don't know who Millwall is, they're like this like inner city London club. Very old school. Their fans are still very much in the 80s, very much kind of the hooligans and the, you know, they meet somewhere to fight. They're one of the more prominent ones still, uh, like, around in the UK, like the ultras and all that shit. Um, But the guy gets up. I guess he, I don't know if he takes his shirt off, but I feel like he took his shirt off and just says, fuck you, I'm Millwall, and takes on these guys with knives and fights them off, (laughs) like, fights them off while everybody else gets out of the restaurant. Uh, He got cut up and stuff like that, and he was fine, but, you know, he ended up surviving. He said, I think he said some uh, stupid shit or some shit about him came out since then that's not great, but you know what? Same time, fuck you, I'm Millwall. That's a pretty great story. (laughs) Oh, shit. Good times, great times, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, the Moreland Show should be wonderful. Like I said, he's been sounding great on Instagram when he posts stuff. Um, other stuff, though, man. Like, one thing that's been bothering me a lot of late, especially with the invention of social media, um, is how much people believe that artists owe them, even though artists don't owe you a fucking thing. Like, musicians, actors, they don't owe you a fucking thing. They don't have to live their life according to the way you want them to or some construct you've built in their your head for what they should do. Like, John Moreland's a big guy. He's a very big guy. He's a mountain of a fucking man. And so many people just, like, post on his videos and stuff like that. You need to lose weight. Like, fuck off, man. You think you're the first... You think he's not aware that he's a big guy? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't need to defend him. But at the same time, like, leave... Like, you know, if he wants to, he wants to lose weight. Or whatever, you know what I mean? Also, your fucking Instagram comment is not gonna, like, enlighten him. He's like, oh, shit. I'm fat? I didn't fucking know that. I'm like, you know, also if you're fat and you're happy, I don't give a shit. Be happy, man. Now, uh, you know, I'm bigger, but I mean, I'm not happy about it. I just don't feel comfortable. I just don't feel comfortable myself with that shit. I wish I could lose some goddamn weight, but man, ice cream's so fucking good. So's chicken. Chicken wings. So's burgers. And french fries. It's my shit. It's my jam. Not pizza anymore, thank God. Because my stomach still gets tore up from pizza. Don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. Uh, no, but yeah, like I said, like artists don't owe you a fucking thing. Like, you know, especially like when the pandemic was going on and you know, they started to try to go back out to, you know, venues and stuff like that. And then like there'd be a huge COVID flare up. So they have to cancel shows. And so many people's like, like pissed off at the artists because they're not getting the refund or something like that. It's like one, it's not the artist. It's the fucking venue you got to be dealing with there, pal. You dumbass. Artist has nothing to fucking do with it. And two, they don't owe you a fucking thing. Like, whenever you say, oh, you know, uh, I think I saw one that's like, you know, I've spread your name too much for this to happen to me. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. He doesn't even owe you another good record. He doesn't owe you, he doesn't owe you anything. All he owes you is just to play the songs. And if you like him, you like him. It's, you know, you owe him more than you, he owes you or she owes you or anything like that. Like, so shut the fuck up and leave him goddamn alone. Would you go up to a random stranger and say, hey, you need to lose weight? Because all you know is that this guy sings, you know the 
surface level of this. You don't know what the fuck he's dealing with. You don't get to read his goddamn diary. He just writes goddamn songs. I don't know. Shut the fuck up and leave people alone. That's kind of become my thing. Leave people alone. Unless they're annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just kind of, I don't know. I've been seeing John post a lot of like those comments. Like, like, like he always has, you know, he's such a smart guy and, you know, we're well read and well versed. So he always has like good takedowns. Like, not so much takedowns, but he always eloquently explains what he's like, you know, you're not telling me something I don't know. Also, why would you ever tell me this? I don't know. So that's nice. Like I said, yeah. He also, like I said, he doesn't owe you shit. Uh. Then, uh, quick sad news. Paul Savino died. Passed away. Old Paulie from Goodfellas passed away. You know. He used to, I guess he was a sculptor, too. I didn't know that. I did not know that. And also, for some reason, I didn't know Mira Savino was his daughter. I don't know how I fucking missed that. I didn't connect those two dots. I mean, how many Servinos are in fucking Hollywood? <laughs> it's not like, goddamn, I got Johnson or some shit. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so like, yeah. So rest in peace to Paul Savino. I really liked him. He was also in a movie called Sea Spot Run with David Arquette in like 2002, 2003. Anthony Anderson breakdance. It's wonderful. I think that's all I can remember. There's also like a, there's like a dog and then there's like a mailman. I don't know. And Paul Savino gets his balls eaten. And then he has to have metal testicles in, like implanted. And then when he walks, they just clank together. Uh, Yeah. I think that movie was rated PG. That's weird. What a stupid movie. <laughs> oh, that's odd. I remember that. Because I just remember there was also two other guys, two other mobsters in that movie. I can't remember who they are. I think one went on to be in The Sopranos. And then another guy. I can't remember what else he was in. But they talked about The Godfather in that movie. And, uh, and they talked to the guys like, I've never, you know, because they, they were scared they were going to get themselves get killed by uh you know, Paul Savino's character. He's like, I've never seen Godfather 3. I've heard it's not as good as the first two. And it's not. It's not at all. Even with the Michael Corleone, like, the death of Michael Corleone cut, like, it's still not anywhere near as good as the first two. Which, like I say, I hold uh, near and dear and on a mantle way above almost any other film. You know, there's other great films. Like, The Big Lebowski's also way up there. In Bruges with Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, and, uh... Excuse me, Ralph Fiennes. Um... And some other great films. All oh, the Shawshank. I do love Shawshank. Such a hopeful film. There's those stupid theories out there that say that uh, Andy's actually Andy Dufresne's actually uh, guilty in that in Shawshank, and that would just ruin the fucking movie if that was the case. In my opinion, that would absolutely ruin the fucking film if uh, Andy Dufresne was actually guilty. I don't know. It's stupid. The Rock with Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery, and uh, Ed Harris is also one of my favorite films. Um, some other really, really good ones. Taxi Driver. I do love Seven, even though I only watched that like once a decade. Fight Club's wonderful. What's another really? Obviously the Lord of the Rings films. I don't know. Now I'm just kind of naming films. This is a podcast episode where I just name movies and I don't talk about anything else. I literally just name films coming to my head. <laughs> oh, Goodfellas is great. A lot of Scorsese films on there. The Departed. Um... Boogie Nights is wonderful. That's on Netflix right now. I, I watched Boogie Nights uh, a couple months ago. Boogie Nights is a great film. Obviously, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. You gotta love it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Big Lebowski. I think I can't remember if I mentioned the Big Lebowski, but it's it's uh, it's absolutely wonderful now. I'm talking about Philip Seymour Hoffman movies. Um, 25th Hour, 
with Ed Norton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Barry Pepper, uh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Who else is in that? Isn't Brian Cox the dad? I'm 90% sure. American History X with Edward Norton. Once again, this is just an episode. I'm just going to name movies. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. I don't think I have too much planned tonight. I hate my fucking phone. How about this? I'm not accidentally touching it when I hit the goddamn button. How about that phone? Uh, speaking of films, man. Some uh, still, a still picture of an A24 film came out of Darren, was it, Aronofsky? I always forget how to say his last name. I think it's Aronofsky. His next film called Whale, which is, uh, got Brendan fucking Fraser. He's going to be the lead in this film. It's about a guy who, um, I guess he kind of abandoned his daughter. Um, then his lover passes away and then he, you know, deals with the kind of the, grief and all that by overeating and he becomes like 600 pounds and he's it's called whale and oh my god i'm so fucking happy man when brendan fraser wins that oscar there's gonna be such a celebration in the fucking streets the mummy forever bro <laughs> man i'm so i'm so happy man because there's like uh, brendan fraser just got blacklisted from hollywood for like no fucking reason if i think actually he actually he talked about i can't remember which producer Decided to uh, kind of uh, stick a finger in his no-no or whatever you want to call it, man. Up his, uh, you know what? And man, like fuck that shit. And I, I don't know if that led to it or what happened. Um, but yeah, like you know, his career kind of fell off, and now he's kind of bouncing back. Uh, I still haven't watched what season he is in of Fargo. My buddy Aaron said season two. I don't think he was in season two because I don't remember seeing him. I thought he was in maybe he's in season three or four. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Maybe he is in season two. I haven't watched Fargo in a while. I watched it in Memphis because it was raining so much, so we spent, like, time watching the first two seasons of uh, Fargo. What a fucking vacation that was to sit around and just watch TV when we could have just stayed home and watched TV. <laughs> Good times. Loved Memphis, man. That fucking pyramid. The only thing disappointing is that fucking pyramid's got a Bass Pro Shop emblem on it. Like, jeez, is that more American than anything? This unique thing to fucking Memphis, Tennessee. Let's put Bass Pro Shop right on fucking top of it. Like, fuck off, man. Corporate America, we're heading for Blade Runner. Cyberpunk. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, like, happy that, like, Brendan Fraser's getting his big comeback. And, like, he's going to be in a Scorsese film. I think it comes out later this year, which is about, like, kind of, um, uh, I think it's, like, Oklahoma. After, like, once Oklahoma realized there's a whole bunch of resources there, so they wanted to kick the fucking Native Americans back out of there after they sent them all there and try to kill them along the way, Trail of Tears. And then they realized, oh, shit, this is actually valuable land, so let's kick them the fuck out of here again. If I'm thinking correctly. I haven't, like, looked in the movie that much, but I think that's what that movie's about. I'm probably wrong. I'm usually wrong. I'm mostly wrong. 90% wrong. Come on, my... You gotta be... I hate this goddamn phone. It's stupid. Oh, uh, yeah. But this whole Brendan Fraser resurgence makes me happy. I'm very happy about it. Still, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to watch Whale. I'm excited to watch uh, Killer of the Flower Moon. I think that's what the movie with Scorsese's called. I think it's gonna be wonderful. Oh, man. No, long days at work. Long days, man. Back hurts, feet hurt, everything hurts all the time now. That's just my life. Wake up, you hurt. And uh, I don't know. I was looking up something for a lady today. That was from 2018. It was like because she, she'd bought it on my birthday in 2018. 
And uh, I don't know. I've just been thinking lately. When I like run across stuff from like 2018, 2017, 2019, stuff like that, I don't remember anything from those years at all. Like I have hardly any recollection of my late 20s. I don't know why. Like I just I can't piece the timeline together. It's very odd. It's kind of discon. It's kind of concerning, I guess. I don't know why. It's just it's very weird that I don't. I just, I'm not pulling anything from those years, and um, makes you a little sad because those are supposed to be some great years of your life. Your late twenties are starting to come out of that early twenty stupidity. Um, but yeah, like you know, I can remember my friends and I remember some good times, but like. I felt like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. I felt like maybe I was just existing and not actually living, which is a very odd way to put that, but I don't know, man. Weird. It's fun stuff to think about. Fun stuff to worry about. Fun stuff to whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've just been thinking about that in the past, like, just over the last few hours of just, I have entire years of my life where I'm like, what did I do? Where was I even at at 2018? Was that... I think I was Red Lobster year. I think it was. And that was a whole waste of a year, so... Oh, man. Yeah, I just don't remember being 27 to 29. I don't remember those years at all, which is weird, because, like, you know, so many people talk about COVID, the lost years there, and, like, you know, just jumping from 2020 to 2022 with, like, no recollection of what happened. I have way more memories of what's happened in the past two years, I feel like. Like, I just... I have no connection to those years, I should say. It's odd. It's, like I said, it's slightly concerning. Hopefully it's not like a sickness thing and I'm losing my mind, which, you know, I am losing my mind all the time. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm blocking stuff out. I know that's a thing now. I know that's like a thing that people talk about how for some reason your mind kind of blocks out a lot of things. I don't know what I would be blocking out. Maybe it's just kind of the spiral that I went into. Not to get too dark here, but yeah, kind of the spiral. Maybe that happened then. Nah, I love Bear Burger, so it wouldn't have been that. It's after Bear Burgers when the shit really started hitting the fan and everything went downhill. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that I just, I'm not picking up much of anything from it. I just don't have, like I said, I guess there's no connection to those years, and they feel lost in a way. I don't know. Maybe I should talk about it with my therapist and see what she thinks about that fun stuff. Oh my fuck you, phone! Like, seriously, I pushed the button to unlock my phone. Then it says, accidental touch? No, it's not a fucking accidental touch. I pushed the goddamn button. You're being ridiculous right now, man. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever, man. Yeah. Wonderful podcast there. I'm checking my phone. Checking my checking my text messages and my tweets, bro. Oh man. I don't know. Ugh. I was supposed to go to the zoo tomorrow. I was supposed to, but then I decided not to. I don't give a fuck about zoos. They kind of depress me. They're de- zoos are depressing, right? They're just really depressing. They're not like fun at all, are they? I mean, if you bring like a little kid and they get to see like an animal and they go crazy, that's cool. But if you go there as an adult, it's just kind of depressing. All the animals are just doped out of their minds. They don't even notice you half the time because they're so doped out. Um, it's just depressing. It's weird. I could have went to King's Island, but you know, 
Meh. I don't care about amusement parks. I don't care about fun. <laughs> That's my problem, man. I don't like fun. If you're having fun, I don't like it. It bothers me. Why are you having fun? You should be miserable. <laughs> nah, have fun. Enjoy your life. Enjoy it, man. So yeah, but I had like tickets. I gave them away. It was cool. It was good for me. Because like I said, in the work stuff came up. And being in management is so much fun. Sacrificing all your free time. <sighs> yeah, nah. I don't know why I'm singing so much tonight. Maybe it's just because I'm tired. Bing. Like I said, good couple of days. I thought the sound on the last episode was pretty good. I think I'm starting to finally understand some things about how this sounds and how it works. But I'm probably wrong. This episode will probably sound like absolute garbage. So, yeah. Now, but yeah. Talked to JR today about going to Hell is Real 2. Excited about that. Excited to go down to Cincinnati to see that new stadium. Hopefully it's pretty nice. Hopefully it's another good game. Hopefully it's another crew win. Um, keep working towards that. Hopefully, you know, they drew nil-nil. Cucho didn't score for the first time as a crew member. I think that's what they call the team, right? The crew members. <laughs> that's stupid. Um, yeah, then he said my uh, we might try to get my buddy Justin. I have, I've seen him like once in five, six years maybe. Get him to come in. I know he lives in Cincinnati. And then I think he said some uh, his sister wants to go. So maybe it'll be a group of us and we'll be on TV or something. I don't I don't fucking care. Be a good time. Well, great time. You know where I'm going with this. Wonderful time. Uh, oh, man. What else is going on in the world of uh, anything? I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm so disconnected from a lot of things. It's so bad. Uh, I don't know. Kind of not much going on in the world of Brandon, I guess. Like I said, I've just been focusing on work. Having a good time there, I guess. Doing my thing. Trying to make some money. Just trying to support myself. Got to pay off Sex Appeal Sofa, which I guess this will be the first time you kind of get to see the Sex Appeal Sofa in podcast form. It is pretty wonderful. I should take the camera around and show it to you, but, yeah, you know, I'm not going to do that. You can just kind of see it. I do, like, uh, I try to fix my pictures. But I forgot I didn't hang them myself. They already had like uh, like nails or uh, screws in the wall for me to hang them. And they're slight. Like the Springsteen one over my left shoulder is slightly higher than the Godfather poster over my right shoulder. And it's bothersome. Because it's just enough to be bothersome. It's probably by about an inch. And like I'm really focusing in on it right now. And it's really bothering me. It's not as bad as like the fucking uh, Bobby Orr picture. Number four Bobby Orr. Scoring the game winner in uh, what was uh, You know what was it? 70. 70 shit. 74? Shit. 72? Stanley Cup Finals? Brandon why are you not recounting that? What the fuck? And he does the dive. It's iconic. It's wonderful. One of the great sports moments of history. But that thing is so high because there's also a screw that was already there. And look at that. That looks fucking stupid. It's really bothering me now. I need to get that fixed. But the problem is if I feel like I lower it to the point where the other ones are, you'll just see a big fucking hole. I don't know. There's some problems with this apartment. I love this apartment. I love, like, kind of the look. It's very cozy. It's very wonderful. I've done some great work here. The problem is somebody decided to paint, like, repaint a lot of things. And they didn't sand down the paint before doing it. So nothing closes properly. Because... You know, basic fucking paint 101. If you're going to paint over something, you need to sand it down. 
so you don't fuck up doors, so doors don't close properly. Yeah, drives me up the fucking wall, man. Drives me crazy. But at the same time, it's a great apartment. Very, you know, they haven't raised my rent and going into, uh, you know, I've been here over two years now. They haven't raised my rent once. I mean, I'm very fucking fortunate because I've seen those people out there getting like, uh, you know, what, like $100, not $100, like fucking going from, oh, you're paying $900 to you're paying $2,700 uh, after one year or something. And by the way, we haven't improved fucking anything. So deal with it. And it's like, yeah. So luckily I have not had to get that. I don't know when it's coming. I thought, because uh, I found who I rent through through my friends Anna and Ryan, who I used to work with at Bear Burger. I love those two people. Uh, Anna, good girl, great girl, wonderful woman. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Anna's one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. So is Ryan. Ryan's a great dude. Mr. Everything can just do anything. You know, he fucking can ice skate. He fucking plays guitar. He's got luscious hair. He does yoga. He He's just a fucking... You know, fuck that guy. He's too wonderful. <laughs> no, but uh, I found the company I rent through through them because uh, I was going to take over their old apartment. And then um, it never got posted. And it came down to, like, I got to find a place. I'm, like, six weeks away from moving out. I don't have anywhere I'm going yet. I need to get this shit figured out. I think it may have been loaned. I may have been, like, I have, like, three weeks to figure this shit out. And uh, so I was, like, I was waiting, waiting, waiting. And then it was, like, the apartment across the hall from them was available so I looked into it and then I found another one through that website through the company that was here where I live at here in Clintonville and uh you know good price and then we came checked it out and uh I think I technically got a two bedroom for a one bedroom price and I'm not fucking playing because like the guy even said is like I had, you can have two bedrooms here I'm like yeah I'll take it I, yeah what, what what's the price yeah I'm taking it I'm taking it <laughs> I'm waiting for him to hit me with that. It's like, no, nah, it's a two-bedroom now. It's twice as much. Yeah, but no, nah, it's a wonderful place. I got to set up so much stuff. I got my piano here. I've got, you know, my music room. I've got a living room with my sectional and my TV. I've got my bedroom, my nook. I've got a bathroom. I've got a kitchen. What more can a single guy at 31 ask for? I got to have, like, a fucking man cave full of my, you know, record library, my cool-ass lamps. What else could a man want? That's what that's what every man dreams of when he's a young kid. When he's a teenager, I just want to grow up to have a room where I have two lamps and they're both really cool. That's that's what they that's that's all I wanted as a teenager. I didn't want anything out of life except cool lamps and some cool posters. That's it. I think I succeeded in life. I am a successful human being. <laughs> I am scratching the bottom of the barrel for content tonight. Oh, I should be more prepared. I should have more running themes. Yeah, I didn't even come close to typing it in right, but it worked anyway, so cool. So let's just jump into the Bruce Springsteen, the song of the week. I don't know what that was. Like, we, you heard it, I heard it. Let's just move on. Uh, it is from Born to, not Born in the Run. It's Born in the USA, the ultimate misunderstood song in the history of the world I love how like that song's all about hey Reagan you don't treat the veterans correctly and Ronald Reagan's like yeah that's my theme song it's like you fucking idiot like everybody's so fucking stupid they really are but it's not the album version of this song 
It is the live at the Meadowlands in the 80s. It's off the live compilation. It's No Surrender, which is one of my favorite songs. It's one of the first songs by Bruce I really got into. Um, there's a great version out there on YouTube where he brings Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem onto stage. at some festival. I can't remember where. Over in Europe somewhere. And Brian gets to sing the second chorus, which is like my, one of my favorite choruses ever written. Um... I'll start kind of getting this played up a little bit because uh, the live version is so wonderful. Um, it's a little too loud. Um, yeah, when Brian comes in on his course, like he, one, he's like he's he's giving it his fucking all, hundred percent, hundred fifty percent, hundred and twenty. Well, I don't know what I'm doing there, but then uh, when Brian gets going, there's like a good shot of him, and I swear to God, he's got tears in his eyes because he's just so. So happy to be singing this song with Bruce because uh, if you've never heard the guy's anthem, heavily, heavily, heavily inspired by Bruce. Uh, Brian's from New Jersey, Red Bank, obviously, Asbury Park for uh, Mr. Springsteen, Asbury Park, Freehold, New Jersey. That Jersey Shore sound. Well, this is Thunder Road by Springsteen. Learn more from a three-minute record than we ever learned in school. I can feel my heart begin to pound. You say you're tired and you just want to close your eyes and follow your dream down. Well, we made a promise. We swore we'd always remember. No And I love the second verse of the song because there's such a there's such a nostalgia rich kind of feeling to it and kind of this whole you're older now and some of that fire starting to drain some of that you know your desires are kind of falling away and you still you know still want it but it's just you're not there and um you know obviously Bruce is kind of the king of those lines and I absolutely love this uh I said it's one of my favorite songs ever written. It's such a beautiful song. Yeah, and I love the live version. It's just so it's nice and it's one of the songs that brings tears to your eyes, man. When our young faces grow sad and old, and hearts of fire grow cold, we swore blood brothers against the wind. Now I'm ready to grow young again And hear your sister's voice calling us home Across the open yards Believing we could cut some place of our own With these drums and these guitars One of the greatest verses ever written It's just like, you know, believing we can cut some place of our own with these drums and these guitars. When Brian does it, he, that's like his big triumphant, like, kind of, oh, it's wonderful. But, you know, like, the I'm ready to grow, yeah, the whole I'm ready to grow young again line. And hear your sister's voice calling us home across the open yards. Believing we can cut some place of our own with these drums and these guitars. It's a great kind of companion piece, like Glory Days. Glory Days has that kind of, you know, upbeat sound and all that. No Surrender is kind of a little bit more kind of... Not the doldrums, but kind of uh, reflective and, you know, 
Yeah, it's just you get that looking at yourself in the mirror and wondering. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But uh, yeah, I absolutely adore this version of the song. Oops, too far. I love the harmonica. Obviously, Bruce like the harmonica is always fucking great. When Bruce does it stuff. Seriously, like, you know, most bands have like two, three albums where they're like at their peaks and stuff like that. Then the all-time greats are the ones who fucking crank them out. And like literally, Bruce cranked out five. Like what? I mean, I love Greetings from Asbury Park and Wild Innocent, E Street Shuffle. Those aren't perfect albums, so. But then he hits Born to Run. That's fucking perfection. Darkness is perfection. Uh, River perfection. Uh, Nebraska obviously perfection. And then uh, we have Born in the USA, which I used to not care for as much because it has that very 80s production sound. But man, the more you listen to it, like, and you just kind of get yourself into that songwriting and stuff like that, it's just it's just another level of Bruce again. And um, it, I think No Surrender might be my favorite song off that track or off that record. And um, it's well-deserved earned its way as the Bruce Springsteen song of the week. Like I said, I heard it too. I heard that too. I'm sorry. (laughs) Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I have been Brandon. This has been Monster 8 the Pilot, the Wednesday edition. Thank you so much for tuning in if you have. Let's just say, let the world know if you want to. I'm on Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Let's start over because I completely forgot. Stitcher, Amazon Radio. God damn it, Brandon. I gotta sneeze. Nah, I'm good. Stitcher, Amazon, Radio Public, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. There we go. It only took me two minutes to figure that whole shit out. Um, like, share, subscribe, support, all that fun stuff. I am video format. Hopefully back on uh, Spotify. Fingers crossed here that it worked. If not, I guess I get to re-record everything. Wonderful. Other than that, I'll get back here on Sunday with the five songs of the week. More ramblings and stuff like that. If you have questions for me, please reach out. If you want to be on the show, let me know. We're still working towards it. Like I said, I kind of have a... I don't want to have people on. Like I said, I said I told my sister or LL Cool K, Lauren Keller, or Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty that they could be the first guest. So once them they're on, it's gonna be a free for all, and we'll start inviting people all the time. Say, hey, you want to come on? And it should be a wonderful time. Um, maybe depends depends on you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, like I said, I'm Brandon, Monster 8 the Pilot. Every Sunday, every Wednesday, 
like, subscribe, share, support. I will see you Sunday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. See you later.